Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Retail sales flat. Your news update and we talk credit scores on this edition of Arbitrage News Weekend, starting right now. Hello and welcome to Arbitrage News Weekend for October 15th, 2022. I'm Joshua Stark. The pace of sales at U.S. retailers was unchanged in September from August as rising prices for rent and food chipped away at money available for other things. Retail sales were flat last month, down from a revised 0.4% growth in August, the Commerce Department reported Friday. Retail sales fell 0.4% in July. Excluding sales of automobiles and at gas stations, retail sales rose 0.3%. Excluding gas sales, spending was up 0.1%. While the report showed the resilience of the American consumer, the figures are not adjusted for inflation unlike many other government reports. What keeps driving inflation so high? The answer, it seems, nearly everything. Supply chain snarls and parts shortages inflated the cost of factory goods when the economy rocketed out of the pandemic recession two years ago. Then it was a surge in consumer spending fueled by federal stimulus checks. Then Russia's invasion of Ukraine disrupted gas and food supplies and sent those prices skyward. Since March, the Federal Reserve has been aggressively raising interest rates to try to cool the price spikes. So far, there's little sign of progress. Thursday's report on consumer prices in September came in hotter than expected, even as some previously big drivers in inflation, gas prices, used cars, fell for a third straight month. Federal regulators and Facebook parent Meta are battling over Meta's proposed acquisition of virtual reality company Within Unlimited and its fitness app Supernatural. In a landmark legal challenge to a big tech merger, the Federal Trade Commission is suing to block the deal, asserting that it would hurt competition and violate antitrust laws. When Meta struck back Thursday, asking for a federal court in San Jose, California, to dismiss the FTC's July request for an injunction against the acquisition. The tech giant said in its court filing that the government failed to establish that the virtual reality market is concentrated with high barriers to entry. The claims in the agency's lawsuit are nothing more than the FTC's speculation about what Meta might have done, the company says. It asserts that the FTC failed to meet two key legal standards set in previous cases. 
A horticulture teacher from Minnesota set a new U.S. record Monday for the heaviest pumpkin after raising a giant gourd weighing 2,560 pounds. Travis Ginger of Anoka, Minnesota, set the new record and won an annual pumpkin weighing contest in Northern California. Minnesota has a great mid-year, but our spring in our parts is really, really tough, so to do it in Minnesota, it just shouldn't happen, Ginger said. It's like winning the Tour de France on a big wheel. You know, you can only hope, but it worked. Ginger drove the gargantuan gourd for 35 hours to see his hard work pay off at the 49th annual World Championship Pumpkin Weigh-In. More after this. It's Thursday night, and you're grabbing drinks with some friends. Started off with a pitcher for the table, which quickly becomes two. There's pool. And there's the photo booth. All right, everybody squeeze in. Say cheese. Followed naturally by an order of wings. And another. Can we get some extra ranch sauce? Then there's the ceremonial nightcap. So what are we doing this weekend? And lastly, it's back to the car, which, if you're buzzed... ...could be the most expensive night of your life. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. This week's ArbitrageTrade.com blog includes, Do you want to buy a statue? That's the only time I'm going to do that. Okay. Elon keeps his mind on his money. And his money on his mind. <laughs> I'm definitely not going to go there. <laughs> we talk about scary, scary credit scores. All this and more in this week's Arbitrage blog. Available now at arbitragetrade.com. Now let's go to the president and chief DJ of Arbitrage, Mr. Royce Wells, for more. Skip that platter, sir. Wiki scratch, sir. Wiki scratch, sir. So here's something. Um, you know, we, we keep track of a lot of things in the ways of the United States. And this thing happened in the UK. Uh, Ari has done some interesting research based on uh, uh, charity donations, cancer charity donations in the UK. Simon Wingett's foundation was supposed to be helping... Uh, with cancer donations in... Uh, and there was a misappropriation of funds, wasn't there? How how did you know? Hey, hey. got to be <laughs> careful with that. More than 400K USD, that's about 410,000 euro, by the way, uh, of the charity's earnings were earmarked in a project unrelated to cancer. Who knew? Who, Who knew? knew? I didn't know. I mean, here's the thing, right? So we have we have cancer charities here. We have other charities here. Um, it's just strange to kind of go, hey, um, other countries do that too. Right? So Simon Wingett, um, you know, ha- has done a lot of, done a lot of this, uh, the cancer, uh, the cancer uh, fundraising, 
and that sort of thing uh, with his father as well. Father uh, Frank Winget started the Frank Winget um, Cancer Relief Charity uh, following the diagnosis of his wife of breast cancer uh, in the 1980s. Uh, also, uh, throat cancer is something that they look at. Um, but less than 150,000 people being diagnosed in uh, the world in 2020. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, anybody who's a heavy drinker or heavy smoker uh, are, are at risk. I uh, resemble that remark. Uh, oh, only uh, halfway, though. Uh, well, you know. You know. You figure out which one. Shots. Mm. Shots. Shots. <laughs> Jack Nabbitt's The Secret is Out. But, however, uh, there is a bright side to this. Yeah? Uh, apparently, um, uh, there are a lot of good charities going on in the U.K. that are helping these cancers out. Oh, nice. Um, you know, and, and it's very interesting to see. And we'll keep an eye on this as well because it looks to be, uh, it looks to be that, that uh, that this has not stopped. Apparently, it was a big statue of a dragon. Uh, it, it's very interesting to take a look at this. We'll we'll keep an eye on this story and uh, give you updates as we get them and more information on cancer itself and this story on arbitragetrade.com. That was definitely a big mouthful and a bit much to swallow, I think. Throat cancer, swallowing... Is it too early for that, do you think? Uh, nah. Not too soon. <laughs> Never too soon. Back after this. Hi, we're the Goo Goo Dolls. We're fortunate that we can give our daughters everything they need to grow and learn. But not every child can focus on classes and play dates. Nearly 13 million kids in the U.S. face hunger. That's one in six. School lunch might be their only meal each day. And it's heartbreaking to imagine any child going to bed hungry. We're dreaming of a perfect day when kids can smile, play and just be kids without worrying about where their next meal will come from. Feeding America is working to make that perfect day a reality. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste. That food is given to families and children in need. Being a kid should be about doing things that make an ordinary day extraordinary. Learning to play an instrument, building a sandcastle, hosting tea parties. Hunger should never be an obstacle to growing up. You can help end childhood hunger in your community by visiting feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Eager to admire colorful foliage, eat sushi, and go shopping, droves of tourists from abroad began arriving in Japan on Tuesday with the end of the pandemic fighting border restrictions that had been in place for more than two years. We got the news we can finally come. We are really, really happy, said Nadine Lachman, a German who was among the crowd of tourists arriving at Tokyo's Haneda Airport. Travelers like Lachman are expected to deliver a sorely needed 5 trillion yen boost to the world's third largest economy. And the flood of visitors is expected to keep growing. A daily limit of 50,000 arrivals is gone. Airlines have added flights in response to the full reopening of borders. Visa-free travel is back for short-term visits and tourism for more than 60 countries. David Bial, a photographer based in Los Angeles who's been to Japan 12 times, has already booked a flight planning to go 
to Fukui, Kyoto, Osaka, and Tokyo. The last time he was in Japan was in October 2019, but it's everyday things the American is looking forward to, like eating Japan's popular pork cutlet dish, tonkatsu. As cliched as it sounds, just being back in Japan after all this time is what I'm most looking forward to. That, of course, includes hopefully meeting new people, eating the food that I've missed like good tonkatsu, being in nature at that time of the year, riding the trains he said as a tip to others planning trips he recommends getting a japan rail pass and a suica or some other prepaid card that allows cashless payments for easy travel about 32 million tourists visited japan in 2019 before covid19 their return is welcome for good reason many will have more spending power because the japanese yen has declined in recent months in value compared to the U.S. dollar, the euro, and other currencies. The only protocols left for entry is that you must be fully vaccinated with one booster or have a negative PCR test within 72 hours of departure. Virtually all visitors from the U.S., the rest of Asia, Europe, and South America who fulfill these requirements won't have to quarantine. In August, during the most recent coronavirus surge in Japan, daily new infections topped 200,000. By now, though, both case numbers and deaths have dwindled. Last week, daily deaths averaged eight people nationwide. The government has provided free COVID-19 vaccines, especially encouraging the elderly and the medically vulnerable to get inoculated. Visitors may have to adjust to face masks worn by most Japanese just about everywhere outside their own homes. Many stores and restaurants require customers to wear masks and sanitize their hands. Some establishments still close early or have shuttered completely. But bookings from abroad with Japanese carrier All Nippon Airways Company, or ANA, have already jumped fivefold compared to last week, while bookings of flights out of Japan have doubled. Air Canada said bookings for Canadian travel to Japan jumped 51% this month compared to September, while the number of travelers from Japan to Canada grew 16% over the same period. The Japanese economy can use the influx of tourist spending. I don't know about you, but I'm packing a bag right now and making sure my passport is correct. More after this on Arbitrage News. Okay, so Sarah, I'm dropping you off at Emily's? Yep. And Josh, you're going to? Soccer, Dad. Soccer practice. Right. Oh, by the way, I just wanted to let you know when I pick you both up, I'll be wearing my short shorts. What? No! Yep, and my dorky dad hat, and I'm going to do my dad dance for all your friends. They'll love it! Seriously? Why? Because I like my short shorts. Of course, I could be talked out of it if you guys would just buckle up your seatbelts without giving me a hard time. It's important to get your kids to buckle up for safety, no matter what it takes. And sometimes, all it takes is your parental powers of persuasion. Okay, okay, we're buckling up. See, all buckled. Good choice. I'll just have to do my dad dance at dinner time. What, what? No! Do what you have to to make sure your kids are wearing their seatbelts, even on short drives. Never give up until they buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Visit safercar.gov slash kidsbuckle. 
A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Call up for more information. Royce, I have some bad news for you. It can't be that bad. Yeah, Twitter apparently might be off of the market again. That's actually pretty good news. Why is that bad news? I know you. I know you wanted to get a social network, though, right? Uh, no, I'm good. You're good. Are Are <laughs> I, you serious? I don't need that. Yeah, that's too much. Uh, that's too much commitment to society. I'm good. I mean, you know, there's this 44 billion dollar bill out there for Twitter, and apparently Elon is back interested in paying it. Hey, hey. If it keeps him out of trouble and basically he gets more or less what he wants, why not? What Elon wants, Elon gets. So behind the scenes, it looks like he's interested in the in the deal again, which is the original deal that they had before all the all the storm of he did this on purpose and you know he backed away and and they didn't tell me about bots and you know, back-and-forth thing that's going on, especially in the court right now, uh, it appears that Elon is kind of backing off. Uh, okay, why now? He's, well, I think he's he's finally seeing that he might, you know, he might actually cause some legal damage here with the with Twitter suit. So he's, he's kind of backing off. Um and his effort to put the t- trial on hold is kind of one of those things um, that's that's famous because uh, they want to, you know, they, they want to move forward with this. That's obvious. So is but, he the Amber Heard in this relationship? You know, yeah. Yeah, but I don't think he's pooped the bed. No. Not no, necessarily, think, but no. he's definitely... He's definitely reversing course. He's trying to say, hey, you know, I'm good to go. But there, there's barbs and there's scars and suspicions on both sides. And here's the thing. Banks are going to be scrambling to get the $12.5 billion in debt from the deal. And, of course, Musk has to sell uh, equity investors on it and... Um, that's a lot of convincing. It's, it's a lot of money, though. It's a lot eh, of money. It I mean, can be. It can we're be. Talking, we're talking B, not M. Eh. You know. It's only a number. <laughs> this coming from my CEO is kind of concerning. But you know as well as I do, there are banks that are financing. There are There are individual investors that are involved in this. There is the fact that Musk has to sell off some of his Twitter stock as well. There's a lot of parts to the $44 billion. 
Yeah, but it, it wouldn't selling part of his share in the company also devalue the company that he's trying to buy? So I don't think he'll be selling his shares. Bingo. Bingo. Well, it's devaluing Tesla, not Twitter. Well, hey, it, to absorb, you have to take on debt, and then you get to write it off. Yeah, It's all in the acquisition. It's all in the acquisition. Not to mention the fact that there are investors who would get equity in Twitter um, to kick in billions. There is 15, point, 15 to $16 billion in, uh, for example, the Qatar Sovereign Wealth Fund. Okay. $375 million. Oh, that's a drop in the bucket on a $44 billion deal. Come on. Give me something useful. We'll keep track of this more after this on Arbitrage News Weekend. No word in the English language is less convincing than probably. Are you sure we should get matching tattoos on our first date? Sure. Um, We'll probably stay together. Probably? (laughs) It's been 23 minutes since I ate. I can probably swim. Uh, you should wait 30 minutes. Mm, okay, now tell me what to do. Cannonball! Cramp! Oh, I have a cramp. I can probably hit the green from here. Probably. Can I get a mulligan? Ready to go? Hey, are you sure you're okay to drive? Yeah, I'm pretty sober. Yeah, I'm probably okay. Probably okay isn't okay, especially when it comes to drinking and driving. If you're drinking, call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. The U.S. Department of Labor has published a new proposal on how workers should be classified, saying that thousands of people have been incorrectly labeled as contractors rather than employees potentially curtailing access to benefits and protections they rightfully deserve. Misclassifying workers as independent contractors denies these workers protections under federal labor standards, promotes wage theft, allows certain employers to gain an unfair advantage over businesses, and hurts the economy, the department said Tuesday. The reaction in markets for major gig companies was immediate. Shares of Lyft and Uber tumbled about 13% in early trading. The misclassification of workers has negatively impacted delivery workers, custodians, truck drivers, waiters, construction workers, and more, according to the department. While independent contractors have been an important role in our economy, we have seen in many cases that employers misclassify their employees as independent contractors, particularly among our nation's most vulnerable workers, said Secretary of Labor Marty Walsh in a prepared statement. Misclassification deprives workers of their federal labor protections, including their right to be paid their full legally earned wages. The Labor Department's proposed rule would help employers and workers determine whether a worker is an employee or an independent contractor under the Federal Fair Labor Standards Act. This is a long-awaited determination that will empower essential workers to assert their basic wage and hour, health and safety, and compensation rights, said Patricia Compass Medina, the executive director of the Worker Institute at Cornell University School of Industrial and Labor Relations. 
All workers are entitled to these rights, but employers are easily avoid them by making arbitrary decisions on independent contractor rules. Wedbush analyst Don Ives said the proposal would constitute a major change for workers and employers from previous years. Classification to employees would essentially throw the business model upside down and cause some major structural changes if this holds, Ives wrote. Last year, the Biden administration repealed a Trump-era rule that would have made it easier to classify workers as independent contractors. The repeal meant the Labor Department was able to continue using existing rules under the 1938 Fair Labor Standards Act to determine whether a worker could be classified as an independent contractor. More after this on Arbitrage News Weekend. By the way, I'm an employee, not an independent contractor. No word in the English language is less convincing than probably. Are you sure we should get matching tattoos on our first date? Sure. Um, we'll probably stay together. Probably? <laughs> it's been 23 minutes since I ate. I can probably swim. Uh, you should wait 30 minutes. Mm, okay, now tell me what to do. Cannonball! Cramp! Oh, I have a cramp. I can probably hit the green from here. Probably. Can I get a mulligan? Ready to go? Hey, are you sure you're okay to drive? Yeah, I'm pretty sober. Yeah, I'm probably okay. Probably okay isn't okay, especially when it comes to drinking and driving. If you're drinking, call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Why was the basketball court all wet? Because the players kept dribbling on it. The dad joke. <laughs> Corny, groan-worthy, but also one of the simplest ways to share a moment with your kids. What did the buffalo say when he dropped his son off for school? Bye, son. <laughs> so take a moment to make your kid laugh, because dad jokes rule. Make your kid laugh today. Go to fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting. A Teenager. Learning the Lingo. Jelly. Jelly adjective. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. Royce, you know I've been trying to get a house and all this stuff. and Sounds like fun. Yeah, I found out that my credit score is important with that. Yeah, almost impossible to find credit worthiness without credit. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we know that they exist, and we know, yeah, you might know what yours is. I'm yeah, pretty it, sure you do. I do. And, and they range from about 300 to about 850. That's yeah. where they, you, you typically live. But typically, you need at least, uh, I think to be very good, you need at least a 725. Seven, 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 twenty-five. Yeah, yeah. Somewhere yeah. in there, right? Somewhere in there. And then based, it's based on how much you're using. So, like, say for example, if you have um, credit that's like maybe thirty, forty k, and you're using over ten k, yeah. that's usually not good. That's they not want good. you to use less than twenty-five percent of your available credit to maintain a good credit score. 
Roughly twenty five percent. Yeah, I mean, if you're if you're like six seventy, six seventy or higher, it's it's a good credit score. Oh really? If it's seven fifty, then you're a great credit score, and that's uh, that's from from uh, uh, the guys at Nerd Wallet that we we talk to every once in a while. Um, oh, nice. Credit Karma uh, is a great place to go to as well if you're looking for if you're looking for things uh, looking for things to improve your credit score you can go there. Yep. Um, but yeah, there there's a calculation there: bill payment history, length of credit history, current unpaid debt, how much of your available credit that you're utilizing, which is exactly what you talked about. And new credit requests, if you've had any debts sent to collection, foreclosure, bankruptcy, yeah. that sort of thing. One thing that doesn't affect your credit score is how much you make. Yep, that's important too. But of course, you should always, always borrow the only the amount that you can afford to pay back, right? Um, well, I will say this. Rich people don't do that. <laughs> Rich people use their debt to create more wealth, which means if you're if you use your credit, for example, I will say this. Yeah. Say, for example, you have ten thousand dollars and you owe ten thousand dollars on something. Yeah. Right. Right. You can either pay off that debt 100 percent, get it paid off or use that money to make you money and the money that you make from that money. Use that to pay off your debt. And that's how rich people do it. They use their money to make money that's amazing so here's the thing right everybody kind of needs to know where they are great sources for a free credit report would be something like annualcreditreport.com some of your credit card companies offer free credit reports Uh, some banks offer free credit reports because they're you know they're they're interested in your financial health Yes. Um, improving your credit score is kind of one of those things that uh, is 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 a balancing act, right? You you kind of uh, yes and no. So it's it's a it's it, I will say it's a balance if you have a lot of outstanding credit, like or basically if you're utilizing a lot of your credit, right? But if you basically keep it under that twenty five percent threshold, basically your score should rise. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, another thing that you can do is make sure that you don't have too many hard inquiries on your credit report. Yes. But to find out more about that, go to arbitragetrade.com forward slash blog. Arbitrage Trade Analytics, LLC, is a privately held market research company. Arbitrage Trade Analytics, LLC, is solely responsible for the preparation and distribution of the content of this podcast. The opinions offered in this podcast are for informational purposes only and are not intended to be investment advice. Seek a duly licensed professional for investment advice. For more information about the informational research and services offered by Arbitrage Trade Analytics, LLC, please visit Arbitrage 
mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Market.